previously on The Mortal Path. There ain't no way in hell I'm telling you that. I've seen what they can do with spirits in Sindarian. Death <laughs> isn't the end. Oh, uh, we know. I'm gonna fucking resist constantly. I am, okay, like, you know yeah. when you pick up a cat and it doesn't want to go in the carrier? Yeah, make another that roll. That's very yeah. much what Nerium looks like right now. I'm really worried about Nerium now. Yeah, yeah, yeah you should be. Yeah. Am I dead? You're, you're, you're dead? I'm, I'm... Oh yeah, you're dead, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> misheard. Well, I mean, I, I think, uh, yeah, you're probably dead. In all likelihood. He clocks you across the face. Ow! I think I just, I don't expect it. I think I just get floored. The very fibres, like, off his soul start to unravel. Um, and as they do, you see two things happening. One is that they start to wrap around the the blade that you are holding that to you still kind uh-huh. of looks like this relatively small dagger with a weird woven texture all over it but also as you are like holding that blade and there is a connection between your hands which are like purpley caustic-y burned and this blade you suddenly feel this it's almost like a punch in the middle of your head and you are suddenly flooded by three weeks worth of random memories from this guy. Graveyard smash. Okay, oh. all right. Okay, so, okay, so I can't stop. I can't stop. <laughs> to quote you, Ed, I'm gonna kill you in your sleep. <laughs> right. I don't even have to ask what I said that because I know I've said that a lot of times. No. Speaking of a graveyard smash, the spirit of the dead dwarf <laughs> has risen. Oh, you're keeping that in. I'll keep that one. Okay. In. Um, has risen to its feet and is uh, slowly kind of making its way toward you, Taro, looking just as lost and confused and also kind of angry as the last one. Uh, Nat, you are flying still, um, although you're probably like, you've touched down on the ground for now or you're hovering-ish. Body of the dwarf below you, you can see movement at the curtains. You feel all three of you from the different angles, like this little flash of magic of something happening in that room. Nerium, it's above you. And Nerium, you've heard the little scraping of a chair moving back. And uh, you're also aware that Taro and, and Natalia are nearby. You can sense like their heat signature of their magic. What are y'all doing? I'll stand and look look proper. Okay. Professional. Yeah. 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 There's like a, a moment where like this dwarf takes a few steps forward and then moves to like the left and the right looking around. Clearly kind of seeing what you're seeing before again like did I ever give the dwarf pronouns? Did I give the dwarf did I bestow upon the dwarf a gender previously? They they were they had a black buzz cut. Bless them with a pronoun. Good gender. Um, I'm going to I'm going to give them my favorite, which is they them. Congrats, dwarf. You've you've got it now. You win. <laughs> you you win. were already dead, but yeah, you're a winner. Exactly. Uh, so they start kind of like walking toward you, and there's real like apprehension on their face and they're like looking up at you in a way which seems a little bit odd because you're not like that tall but they're like looking up at you i'm aware of my spirit form soul essence Mm -hmm. are they within like normal speaking range where i wouldn't startle them if i shouted yeah definitely okay i'm just gonna say greetings Uh, greetings uh are you it? Him? Them? Her? Yes, I'm afraid you have been killed. By the flying woman with the flaming sword from behind. Yes, that's correct. By the flying woman with the flaming sword, yeah. From behind. Yeah, it was a bit, you know, it not the most honourable thing, it wasn't, I suppose. Actually, you know, that that's what I was... Um, <laughs> that's kind of where I was... I thought... It would, it, it, you know, face-to-face duel. It was kind of my 
thing in a ri- you know really good in the ring yeah um didn't didn't, didn't really have, happen though did it didn't have flaming sword flying lady from behind on my bingo card for how i was gonna <laughs> well, you would be surprised <laughs> how many people say that <laughs> does, she, does she do it a lot like then was it um it's quite a lot yeah she's uh she's you know she gets around was it a sword the second maybe third person i've killed in this whole thing we were given a list of people you have killed at one point remember that don't worry about the three before this started but i remember these things i'm amazed that you do well done yeah there were quite a few yeah that happened a lot you got a lot of people there Anyway, I'm just being nice to this guy. Yeah. Uh, they they kind of like look over their shoulder and you can kind of see Nat, but you get the feeling that this dwarf, they can't. Like they are only in the spirit world. You still have some links to the natural, to the to the world that you actually inhabit. And therefore you can kind of see this, um, this purple magic caustic trail. You can see Nat's kind of avatar form type thing but you get the feeling this dwarf can't see they can't see any of that they're just in like the spooky place um they kind of like peer behind you and they go um is it an an assistant or a friend sorry where behind you what's behind me you see this very kind of like ghostly figure which is weird being in the ghost realm but like very like the opacity layer is set to like 10% um, of this very kind of like <laughs> rotund tabaxi with this like like a Persian cat so like lots of like long white fur huh. these very very big wide golden eyes uh, and this little voice from behind you just goes hello <gasps> and you can sort of see like a like a semi-apparition of, of Rupert, but not quite. And um, whew, I think as somebody who kind of is getting a little bit more used to inhabiting both of these worlds, Rupert is not quite of either. Not like you who can visit this world or the dwarf who is part of this ghost world. Rupert seems to have been like very slightly woven in, but not fully, not fully just like kind of also a bit here but not really Rupert's fluffy I, I think that's my friend Rupert hello How, hello <laughs> I can I can sort of see myself again a bit oh, that's interesting isn't it I'll be with you in a sec Rupert <laughs> I have to attend to this other person first okay anyway back to you yeah sorry you know what can you do? Um, was it? Can I ask one? Was it? You know, you've got all the answers. I'm sure. Um, was it personal? Did I know? <laughs> did she know me? No, I don't think so. I, I know it's a bit disappointing, but no, it's it is what no, it there is. Were, there were um, a lot of people I think who would have loved to have the chance. So the fact that none of them got it actually is a bit of a comfort. I think. Well, that's good then. Ah, <laughs> oh, bright side. I like it. So, um, I don't don't see a bright light, just this forever ethereal spookiness. So, what's the next step for me? I, you know, go look around. There's, uh, it's, you know, it's not as much going on here as uh, in the other place. To be honest, I don't know all that much. But it's, uh... Yeah, no. Just go look around. There's uh, there's people about, and eventually, I figure you'll just uh, you can find your way onto whatever's next. Well, well, hold on. Aren't you meant to guide me? You know. No, I just sort of man the door. You know. You've ever done like a like a you know one of those bodyguarding jobs or whatever where you're not meant to know what's going on inside properly. Yeah. But you know you can see a little bit. Like a bouncer. Yeah, it's that kind of for like a really VIP club, but it's death. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but it's there. So does that yeah. mean I didn't I didn't get in anywhere? Because, I mean, this isn't great. I think you're in. Okay. Maybe something else happens soon. I'm not sure. I, so, I feel that like you should know. Yeah, you're probably right. Are you Are you new? Are you, like, is this your, is there lots of? Yeah. Kinda. Oh, I thought you were, like, 
It's, the uh, one. I guess I'm standing in at the moment. I wasn't really expecting to have to do this, to be right. honest. Well, you should probably have gotten a bit more training, mate, before you started, because I'm just I'm really... <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're telling me. <laughs> right. Well, I'll take a... I'll take a, a walk, and I'll see um, if I can find anything, but if not, I'll just... I'll find you again, yeah? Yeah, just give me a shout. All right. Okay. I think I'll be around. Should I... Do you have a name? Or a summoning? Oh, I don't know. I should definitely have a name, shouldn't I? It doesn't feel right to use the same one I normally use. Okay. Feels like I should have something, you know, spookier. I'm not sure. I'll work on it. Okay. I mean, you know, <laughs> six. I don't. What do you think I'm called? <laughs> I don't. Know, anything come to mind? Six horned, fog-light-eyed hell beast. It's kind of, you know. That's not fucked up, dear. Just doesn't roll off the tongue, really, does it? Mm. Uh, it's okay. I, I mean, you don't have to come up with something. It's uh, just, you know, just wondering if like I'm this... not a very creative person. I, I was wondering if it's like just part of the deal. Like maybe you turn up here and you know things that you shouldn't know. I don't know. I feel like I know less now than I ever did. That's fair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna take a walk. Anyway, it's gonna be an adjustment. Uh, but. It, me too, actually. Okay, cool. I'll um maybe see you and on. I'll just yell like, "Hell beast!" If if I can't find you. Okay, I'll, I'll answer to that <laughs> if I can hear it. Is this conversation taking place in like an accelerated time span of spirit world, or we just spent like five ten minutes with the gnome at the door going? I think several things can happen at once, but alas, I am but one NPC at a time. And sometimes none when I forget <laughs> that it's my turn to be the NPC. So, um... <laughs> Plus time is wibbly-wobbly in in the spirit yeah, That's zone. fair, it may well it's, be. Like, that's how teleportation works, because time is wibbly-wobbly yeah. over yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. This is all happening at the same time. I think, um... I, I have the feeling, correct me if I'm wrong, but I have the feeling that when you are speaking to a spirit in this way, um, I feel like because this is kind of like a speak with the dead type thing, that maybe people around you can hear you, but you're also kind of more inhabiting this world than normal. So do you, are you like speaking, I mean, maybe you're speaking infernal, you know, which is a, a, a language that you kind of didn't know that you knew right at the beginning. So yeah. How would the dwarf know infernal? I have the feeling, well, this is what I, like, what the words that Tarot is saying into the real world are maybe coming out as infernal, but, like, in the spirit world, it's like a, you know, it's maybe not even a language, it's kind of like there is just this communication. It's like in Star Trek, where, like, everybody's technology can communicate with everybody else's technology. There's no Tower of Babel in, in the afterlife, it turns out, so it's all fine. <laughs> We never dared to challenge God. The way, so the way uh, that Gary just adjusted okay. his glasses in response to that was one of those moments that makes me sorry this is a podcast. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. It was very good, to be honest. I don't, I don't know. What do you think, Tara? Like, what's what's happening? Because when you speak with dead, you are speaking to the dead, but the others can't hear really what the ghost... You're having to translate. That's why you yeeted Nat into the ghost space as well, so you didn't have to keep doing that. But this is like a little... Can people hear you? Is Nat getting any half of this conversation, or...? I feel like because I'm, like, one foot in both halves, it's a bit different. Mm. Maybe I'm just, like, mumbling, or maybe it's just, like... I like the Infernal yeah. thing. I like that idea. Cool. Maybe, like, I'm, like, moving my lips, but, like, a sound is not coming out or something. Yeah, I like that, yeah. Cool. So, meanwhile, as Taro goes into this, like, semi, like trance state um not very close to you because you've flown after a horse and a, and a dwarf so there's some space between you what are you two doing who's who's next in this 15 minute block i'm the only thing i'm sitting on my chair grinning quietly in the full knowledge that that rumbling upstairs is my friends mm-hmm. okay <laughs> yep <laughs> sure i am going to fly over the door of the okay uh, the hut and mm -hmm. you know Neri's in danger I, I think like no holds barred so the flaming sword in my hands just ready okay yep and uh, yeah if, if a gnome were to appear then I would descend point first 
Okay. A couple of seconds pass. Silence from inside the, the hut. All you hear is this... Oh, it's the cat. Oh, I don't want to hurt the cat. <gasps> if you accidentally it flaming sword the cat. It cannot happen. No, it's 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 not possible. Ooh. The rules of this universe okay. won't allow it. Looking around, can I see Taro from the door? Yes. Okay. I'm going to knock on the door, then turn invisible. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you got a bag of flaming cool. dog you can drop off as well. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm beat. <laughs> beat in both worlds. I love that. Okay. So you knock on the door. To be fair, she's going to open the door and see a, a tiefling mumbling spacily to himself. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, non-threat, sounds like. Yeah. Uh, You knock on the door. There is a couple of seconds of silence. Nerium, you hear this knock, and the two remaining people downstairs, who I believe are a human and an elf? The elf from the carriage and a red-haired human. I actually had a thought, which was, once that... uh, I probably am not sitting there in silence grinning to myself. I'm going to say, so, um... Who is it that you work for then? And like start a conversation so that they don't hear any further noise from upstairs. Is that before or after the knock on the door? Before the knock on the door. Before the knock on the door. Okay, I think you're going to have to make me a roll to try and speak over the noise of somebody like... Okay. Knocking on the door. That's a 19. 19, (laughs) yeah. So I'm pretty sure. Oh, nice. Do I I add things to it? Do I add guile to that? Yeah. To make it a 21? I mean... Oh, spicy. Yeah, lovely. Crack in. 21. Um, so you managed to, like, you can almost nice one. pinpoint Nat's footsteps above you and you realise that she is, you know, doing something and so you think, okay, well, I'll cause a distraction. And you start speaking to them and you do, you can hear the faint knock, um, but you start speaking over them. And as you uh, mm-hmm. ask them this question, the elf turns back to you with this, like, little sneer and she goes, we work for whoever's going to be paying us the most money. I'm just I get really bored of that answer like obviously we're all we're all contracted out you know that's not what I'm asking is it (laughs) none of us have a full-time placement it's a gig economy you know it's not steady work this kind of shit is it the world is full of PMCs (laughs) give me specifics (laughs) (laughs) I love Metal Gear she crosses her arms and she goes well you're probably going to find out sooner rather than later because there's someone over in Sterla who's very interested in death and what happens after that. And seeing as you've apparently died once already, for all I know, you're one of his. So maybe he's looking for your return. Oh, is it is it Elden Zoo guy? Oh, the shock on their faces. Bingo, you nailed it in <laughs> one. Like, they can't even begin oh, yeah, to hide. Yeah, I know that fella. Yeah. See, I thought it might be. Yeah, I remember that fucker. Oh, sorry, did I surprise you? You're not one of his, though. I've seen what happens if you hit one of his ones. Um, no, I'm not one of his, but that's because I'm not one of anyone's. They kind of, like, exchange glances that are now more, like, worried and nervous than before. Nat upstairs, (laughs) there's, there's no answer to your knock. Hmm. Really, nothing at all. Not even a cat going. I'm on the wrong side of this door. You hear, you hear a little, okay, a little kind of like noise of a cat. (laughs) Uh, Is the door locked? If I try and open it, not locked. Does opening the door break my invisibility? No. Little creak. You open the door. Do I see a no? You do not. That room is empty, apart from a ginger tabby, which kind of struts out little... Okay. 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 (laughs) You can also... That was meant to be like a little John voice. I can't do the little John okay, I'm sorry. Okay, we'll forgive you. Um, You can also hear from downstairs talking. Okay. What I'm going to do is move back um, just out of the door slightly. And hold my sword, um, sort of, towards the door at an angle that might 
PS1 okay. if one tried to move out of the door. Okay. And wait for a little bit. Nothing happens. Ah! From behind you, there's a kind of weird whispering in the same language that you heard Taro speaking with Tai Shul, but very quietly. Below you, you can hear Nerium speaking to somebody. Okay. Fuck this, then. I'm going to start Eldritch Blasting uh, <laughs> across, oh, the, oh. across the room. <laughs> I love it! I you walked know. in there, started blasting! <laughs> and I shot, and I missed. Okay, yeah, um... Oh, this is really funny. This is really weird because like, I know immediately what you would do in D&D 5th edition. and that, So I'm like trying to translate to what I know going is going on and how this should play out in this system. Okay. Um, so <laughs> Roll to fucking blast. Roll to fucking blast. I lose my invisibility. You lose your invisibility. D&D would make you roll to blast, but you can blast. It's whether or not you hit anything. However, um, you... Yeah, you stop like blasting this room it's not like a big room it's a little cabin in the woods chair splinters like the flames in the hearth kind of turn purple and then sputter out as like kind pew, of pew, smoke pew. fills the the air uh Nerium, you absolutely cannot speak over the sound of multiple rounds of <laughs> yeah i feel like my distraction's being... not cutting it at this point <laughs> yeah at that point <laughs> you just start talking really loudly <laughs> <laughs> no to be fair that's the point where i go oh my friends have got here <laughs> <laughs> the um, the elf woman, she like she kind of grabs you, she drags you into like the back corner, and she will kind of take a position with like her knife to your throat, kind of waiting. And the redhead woman um, will, from where your chair has been turned, you can see that some of their kit and gear has been like kept behind you. She like goes over and she picks up this like big kind of like warhammer type thing, and she like steals herself and takes her stance at the bottom of the stairs, looking fucking terrified. Listen, love, I, I don't want to tell you how to do your job, but I would just suggest at this point, this might not be the best point at which to go on the offensive. If you let me go, probably going to work out better for you. The elf woman kind of like, you can you can feel like her hands are shaking a little bit as she holds you, like there's the tremble of the blade against <laughs> your throat, her breathing's a little bit quickened. She goes, I've got no reason to trust you. Why do I think you'd let any of us go? I blast the trapdoor open with my Eldritch Blast. Yeah, trapdoor open, splinters of wood. The uh, the redhead woman looks like behind her, wild-eyed, terrified, and there's like a woman, she just kind of like nods once, and this redhead woman goes charging up the stairs with this yell and will swing this warhammer um, wildly toward you. Now, as soon as like, she spots you, she's like going charging over this tall redhead woman big warhammer kind of UCV I think I have a type kind of UCVSS <laughs> um, yes no, no shit <laughs> <laughs> um, comes <laughs> swinging in this big hammer towards you did you watch Tora Hedoro yet I did <laughs> she comes running over at you what are you what are you doing now my plan is to wait till fairly late on and then step to the side and Eldritch blast them and then bring the sword down let's see how okay, that goes okay yeah make me Make me roll first for the Eldritch Just a step Blast. to the left, and an Eldritch Blast to the right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've done a lot of Eldritch Blasting, so that's a plus two. Anything else I should be aware of? You have just, you, well, you did just cast another pretty big spell, but I don't know if that's going to have knocked you down anymore. I think you're okay. Yeah, I think I think two to this one. Okay. Sounds good to me. It's a seven. Ooh. What's that? Is that a fail? Oh, yeah, that's definitely a fail. Okay, cool. Um, so, as you kind of pull back You let back me down, to, Nat. <laughs> as you pull back to Eldritch Blast, she manages to, like, twist with this level of dexterity that you were not expecting. And as she, like, skids half past you, like, out the door, she brings that uh, Warhammer around. And I think with a failure, I think she gets a hit on you because that's what she was going mm -hmm. for. Yeah. I think that that hit does knock you down a stamina level. So, Gary, for the listeners, do you want to give a brief intro to our stamina system that we are now using? <laughs> okay, so each character has... An introduction to Gary's stamina. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. You lucky, lucky listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, this might take a while. I <laughs> Ah, you. It's so good. <laughs> All of us have got 12 points of stamina. Um, as 
you as you get hit or you use a lot of things which exhaust you or as a result of um, maybe certain failures or mixed successes you can lose stamina and it's basically you getting tired as you do shit or you getting hurt when you drop below 10 stamina below 7 stamina and below 4 stamina you take a wound the wound is um, made up by Yubi and it will affect it will be relevant to whatever's just happened and it will affect one of your stats so using my expert deduction I think I'm going to get hit with a hammer so (laughs) I guess you could call it a graveyard smash oh Oh my god yes Yubi's got a couple of choices. They they could have not be hit in the head, and it might be a a, a a minus one to my books, or hit in the leg. It's a minus one to my nimble, or hit in the arm. Minus one to my swallow, something like that. Mm-hmm. Once it goes down to a um, a six, then the wound is a minus two to that stat. Once you go down to a three, it's a minus three to that stat, and it can be different or the same stat each time. Once you get to hit hit to zero. You're unconscious and dying. And if you don't get help soon, you're dead. Stamina can be recovered in ways which we'll get to when they come up. Yeah, nice, good. Thank you, Thanks, Gary. Gary. Good job. Thank you, Gary. Great introduction. So she brings this big warhammer round. You fire off an Eldritch Blast as you sidestep. There's a beautiful moment where it's like a dance. The um, room with the hearth is all smashed to smithereens. And behind you, Taro is the... Like having some sort of weird conversation. Um, But she brings this. I'm out there. Yeah, she brings this hammer into, I think, kind of like your arm, like shoulder behind area because you both twist. So it's not like a clean hit across like the chest to the ribs or the stomach or anything that's going to incapacitate you. It's like it hits off your like shoulder blade. So I think that is going to be to your your swole. So I think it's going to be to your like attacking strength because you kind of. Yeah, she hits you real hard in the arm. I'm going to do something Hampton in a while, and I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to take stamina damage for it. I'm going to do, um, I'm going to encase this. Is it her? Yep, her. I'm going to encase her in um, the, the flames of my hellish retribution. So Excellent. I, oh, I've used, I've, I've used a lot of um, magic today, so I'm definitely going to take stamina for this. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's surrounded in flames. Very, very cool. Do you want me to roll something or? This is taken from 5th edition, right? So is it Hellish Rebuke? Because that's something that she gets like a saving throw? I think it's probably going to be a roll. I think anything that you're doing... Yeah, this used to be a saving throw. You do have to roll for this, but you definitely get some pluses to it. I think anything where you are causing damage to somebody pretty much should be a roll of some kind. Yep. That makes sense. Because the enemies aren't... They don't necessarily have hit points and stamina. Yeah. I think it's how well I construct the the cage of flames, the real one as opposed to Nerium's phantasmal one. Uh, yeah, okay. exactly. So, I've done it a few times. Plus two? Yeah, I would say oh. that. Yeah. You're also very good at causing harm, destruction, and doing violence unto others. <laughs> that is my speciality. Okay, that's an 11. So, I, I mm. think I will use some fate. I will beseech Ooh. the um, the gods and I will attempt to uh, channel some of their divine strength into this blast. Mm. That's a two, which takes me up to 13, which is still a mixed success. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. That's fine. Okay, a mixed success, still pretty good. Uh, so I think in this case, because it's a literal, it's, it's a literal flaming cage, right? It's like really there in fire. Mm-hmm. You get her, she is encased in that flaming cage, and the shack catches light. And the thatched okay. roof suddenly oh, goes That was flame. my concern. Yeah. You yep. have set her alight, and also the uh, the house. Now, I don't think that that is a thing that necessarily she is equipped to survive. So I think that unless you make a move or an action to uh, help her out, she is going to... to I mean, is perish. Nat fireproof? Nat is relatively no, fireproof is in Nat some fireproof? ways, I think. If anyone's fireproof, probably, it's Nat. Okay, I'm probably fireproof to my own fire, 
but I think to yeah. the fire that the shack is on. If mm. I stay there for a long time, that might not be good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It does take a little, a little while for full things to catch fire, so you do have some time. It's not yet in flaming embers around you, uh, but the the shack is on fire, and uh, it would be incredibly hard to put it out. I assume that you are not making a move to save her. No. Nat, I'm tied up. You definitely hear that, Nat. Uh, Taro, you are suddenly, um, as your conversation with the dwarf like draws to a close. They wander off. You kind of watch them go. Uh, you are suddenly hit by this like burning smell, and you look over, and like to you, the shack doesn't look any different. Like you can see, there's a kind of inorganic shape in the area not too far away from you. Uh, but you do suddenly see like a match catching fire. This spirit appear from like the feet upwards in flame until there's this, and this like spirit off a red-haired woman clutching a ghostly warhammer is standing there wide-eyed and still like frozen in like a scream and she like blinks twice oh, okay <laughs> i'm gonna take a seat and then kind of gesture for the for the red-haired woman to come over and chat she kind of gives you know the you know the ghibli shiver where it like goes all the way up their body and their hair kind of like poofs out a bit with it. <laughs> yeah. she kind of yeah. does that and she like turns to you with those wide eyes and she like is still clutching the warhammer and she looks at you and she like sways back on her heels for a second clearly taking in the sight of you she looks over your shoulder confusion and then back at you and that horror <laughs> kind of comes back and she takes this like whew, shaky breath and like moves to hold the warhammer in a non-threatening position and like looking over her shoulder and you can see she's clearly trying to see where the shack was where the person was but she's not quite able to pick it out in the way that you can see nat's avatar which has suddenly by the way really burst into this red flame not like the flame of a normal fire but like this pure red flame of uh, nat's magic doing unholy amounts of violence and damage uh, in that form and she starts to walk towards you don't don't worry about Rupert over there come come and take a seat let's have a chat <laughs> okay she will sit cross-legged kind of like half in front of you still looking around she goes I uh, I assume that I died then yeah afraid so okay do you this how many times do you have this conversation <laughs> On a sort of daily basis. Well, it's a few times. Okay. I've had a couple. Mm. I just, you know, my uh, my mother has always told me to uh, never bore people in their jobs with the same questions they get at everywhere. So I uh, feel like you're probably the last person. Haha. <laughs> I uh, want to piss off right now. So. Um. <laughs> Oh, don't worry about that. It's my job. It's fine. Okay. It's what I'm here for. What might that be? Uh, just to, you know, just point out, well, I guess you already worked out what's going on, but some people don't, you see. can be a bit confusing. All right. I feel like I kind of ran headfirst into that one. Huh. Didn't expect her to be able to put me on fire like that, to be honest. Wasn't really thought it would be more of saw the sword was preparing for that didn't really think that there would be um gouts of flame yeah she's she's got no a few tricks you're not the first are you here for her as well then is this like a you know fate you know that she's also going to no 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 we just well i don't think so anyway uh i'm just here because i'm here <laughs> That's a, that's a pity. I would have liked it if she had also died and I could have gotten one last punch in. You know, I don't think you can't put me on fire twice, right? Can you? Can you put me on fire twice? Is that, could she do that? I don't think so. I don't think she's got any of the... Uh, I don't think any of that stuff works for her over here. Or I don't think it will. Will? Oh, that's an interesting thing to think about. For free will. Will that I never actually finished signing. So it's pretty, I spent 10 gold on that, actually, and I never, <laughs> never fucking signed it the last time. Oh my 
God, sign it, get it witnessed, file it for crying out loud. Everyone out there, please sign your will. Speaking of someone it's, who used to work in probate, really, just yeah. fucking hand it in. <laughs> you feel this like little um, paw on your shoulder, Rupert, and um, he kind of leans in and he goes, um, Tawo, sir, a bit embarrassing, but I'm, I'm sort of hungry again. And, um... <laughs> You're hungry? Can't you go eat, I don't know, a mushroom or a tree or something? I don't, I don't know what those are, but... I don't think that's what he wants to eat, Darrow. What, what you did, you know, earlier with the, with... I was, I was good. Yeah, that was a mistake, Rupert. <laughs> um, well, I was, it's just that I'm, I'm quite hungry, so, please... No, Rupert. She's just died, Rupert. Have some compassion, Rupert. I told her not to be scared of you, Rupert. Well, I, I'm just... What about the other one? What about the other one? Well, the one over there. And he points to where the dwarf is, like, quite far away, still wandering around, kind of looking around. Well, he just died too, Rupert. Give it a minute. Oh, okay, I'll wait one minute. Look, Rupert, at some point, we can go look for any of them who are bored of it, send them on their way, and that'll be great. But not now, Rupert. Come on, we've got to have standards. Okay, okay. I'm just, it's, you know, I, I spent a really long time hungry, and then I wasn't for, you know, a bit, and now I am again, and I, d I would like to not be hungry again. Well, I'm sorry, Rupert, you'll just have to live with it. Well, <laughs> wrong word. <laughs> that's, that's a little bit funny, but okay. Uh, and he like he like steps back, um, but you can kind of not so much like see, but you can kind of feel like his very fluffy tail like twitching in the way that like a cat is like waiting for something twitching. Um, and he's, the... he's about to go. <laughs> he's about to go. <laughs> You feel from, again, from Rupert, this tiny little bit of an essence of something that's not the same, but familiar to Axon. And when you were in the Fallen City and you were facing off against Axon, your um, ability to discern magics and different magics was quite rudimentary. You, you hadn't had it for very long, so it was a bit... You know, and it was a very overwhelmingly magical place, so it was quite difficult to pick out things and stuff uh, until at least Axon was, you know, in his Super Saiyan mode. But you get the little hint of something familiar from um, Rupert. It doesn't make you think that Rupert is like part of Axon or a creation of Axon or in any way like Axon, but is along the same lines of a creature of something that's being conjured out of that energy. Same language, but a different accent. Yeah, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna go Yay! there. I wasn't gonna make a joke like that. He's just kind of asking the same questions. Just, I just, I can't, I can't deal with this. It's a graveyard <laughs> smash. Oh, oh, I love God. it. Thank you. Okay, so what I want to do is descend the stairs, gather my my swirling shadow, sort of shield, uh, like around me to the front and um, thaumatize and um, say <laughs> please do it like that <laughs> good very good 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 uh, and I think um, it's, it's kind of my cursed voice um, so I say, release the halfling, or you will join your friends in the afterlife. And I want to try and intimidate. I'm going to ask you to roll. Nat is good at intimidating. Um, so what are we rocking this with? Plus two? Yeah. Okay, that's 15. Yahoo! Nice. Good. Nice. You did it. There's like a second of hesitation, and this elf woman who is like standing there 
the smoke is pouring in after you, you can see the flickering of the orange flames playing off the wood of the basement. Uh, there is no doubt as to what is going on, and the fact that you have appeared and her friend has not says everything to her. So there is a brief second where that knife like digs into your throat a little bit more, and then she like drops it down and she like cuts away the ropes around like your back and your wrists and like half shoves you like out the chair excellent i'm rubbing my wrists and you know stand up and i wander over to nat and i say all right nat where's taro uh outside we should get out quickly the place is bending down you can come as well oh do we want to leave this one here no no she's she's so restrained and promise you, you may yet live if you just answer a few questions but please we all need to get out now because, and this is a PSA for all the listeners out there, if you do set someone alight in a thatched roof um, house, please do leave immediately because the fire will spread extremely quickly and you will suffocate and die. Yes. However... Do not stop to yes. collect any possessions. Yes, like, like uh, a nary. Bags, halflings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just going to go and get my dagger. Actually, if I if, can I roll to see what I pick up? Yeah, you can absolutely take that risk to not get all of your amazing <laughs> items back. Of course. Yumi's expression there. Oh no! Yeah. Fuck. All of the really overpowered <laughs> items I gave you. I don't like that. You were gonna let me have them, and then I said, <laughs> you, "You open fucking you open the gate." Mouth. <laughs> well, that's Fuck. not a graveyard smash. I can only pick up five things. <laughs> oh, really? That's that way. It wasn't a failure. It was. It was five. And it was a. How many things on the scale of one oh, to twenty? Oh, you like things? Name five of them. Uh, ooh, that's a failure. <laughs> my daggers, my poison dagger, my your my poison mom's potion. potion, my oh, all your other knives, all of your other uh trinkets. I don't know what else you were carrying. To be honest. Um, you know what? So- They're probably fairly fireproof. There's like magical items. I can go back and get them later. You, uh, of course, because you know this this house was set on fire by totally natural and non-magical means. And it's just a basement. Well, we established that Nat is immune to her own fire, but not like normal fire. So we have already established that it's normal fire. But some of it is at least. So uh, I will give you a hard bargain, though. I will give you a hard bargain. You can okay. grab. Uh, one of your items you can take one but you will take uh, I think I think what will happen more than being burned is that you will be like inhaling more of the smoke and like the actually dangerous parts of the fire in this situation Um, so your stamina is currently 10 right? yeah you'll go down to 7 but you can have one of your items from from Fucking hell. Okay, fine. However, from a character point of view, I absolutely need to pick up the healing potion that came with a blade with a with a lock of my mother's hair around it. Which is not what I sensibly would pick up. Sensibly I would pick up the blade of Eusebius. Mm. But because I am being a good role playing character person, I will pick up the walking healing potion. <laughs> Wow. I like that the listeners will be able to hear them. I like that. It's, it's, I know. Says because the thing is, I now have fucking cantrip healing. I can do it without the potion, whereas that sword is vicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. But one of them came with a lock of my mother's hair tied around it, so yep. obviously I pick up the healing potion. Yep, and I think as you do, like, grab that healing potion, which is on the edge... It's what my character would it's do. It's what your character would do. You grab this uh, healing potion, and as you're swiping it off, like, the table, it was actually blocking that lock of hair from your vision beforehand, so you get the hair as well. It wasn't in your pocket. It had been taken. So you definitely made the right choice because you get both of those <gasps> back um, as you start scampering up the stairs Good. after okay, cool. Nat. There's definitely like a level of like smoke inhalation, so your, your stamina goes down to a seven. That's your devil's, your hard bargain. Yeah. I will take minus one to nimble, I think, because my inhalation breath thing is going to affect my... I'm going to be coughing and staggering, so... Yeah. That makes sense to me. Cool. Um, but you do have your potion back with 
the lock of your mother's hair. So the two of you stumble out of the building. This elf woman is uh, following. Taro is standing there. Well, Taro's kind of like sitting now um, on this like withered stump and uh, is still kind of like that same wide-eyed conversation with something in front of him. Is the Do I see the weird purple goop coming towards me from outside of the house? Yes, you do. So, what you see as Nerium <gasps> approaches... The, yeah, this is the first time like really seeing Nerium in Nerium state. Um, so, what I am imagining, have you seen... Have you, if you've seen Spirited Away, there's a part where the um, river like monster comes and it's like this oozing slime like blob that is like making all of this like. Oh, oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. With these like crystalline like shards coming out of it that are like moving down like its back. And as you see this like tall, flaming avatar of Nat striding confidently. There's this kind of like almost like a rolling creature coming towards you, and these like shards of like purple crystal are literally like ripping through the weave around this thing. And so that it's actually the shards that are moving over that are like severing these threads and making them try to like hastily reform themselves into this like purple caustic gloop everywhere. Um, but you do see, like, shining out from almost what looks maybe like a hood of some kind. That's not cute. No, it's not cute right now. Um, these kind of two very kind of wise, kindly looking eyes. They look very like, you know, lots of crow's feet, you know, but very kind of warm and kindly. Almost like whatever this purple stuff is like cover is covering this person. All right, Nat, Nat, Nerium. Stop, 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 stop. Nat, Nerium, stop. Don't come near me. Okay. Is Nerium alive? <coughs> yes, she is. Uh, you... Sorry, buddy. New buddy. Uh, we gotta move. Don't go near that purple stuff, okay? One lesson here. Don't go near the purple stuff. Well, I don't see any... I don't see any purple, but I'll just back up. Should I back up? I'll just back up. And she starts yeah, to, like, back um, up. Yeah, um, your buddy went in that direction. Just walk in that direction... Go meet your pal and just keep going in that direction. Thing about this place is you got to learn everything for yourself. It's just the way it is. See ya. I hate to be rude, but this is dangerous. She walks off, confused, perplexed. She doesn't seem to be able to see Nat or Narium. But she can't even see the purple stuff. Okay, interesting. Um, I've got to get some distance from Narium, I think. That's going to be difficult to do because Narium is walking out of there and going, Taro! What are you doing out here? I'm Why scrambling on all fours. Taro, I said, stop. Where you... You gotta... Taro, where are you going? I've got to get away from you, Nerim. Taro, Taro, you're what's wrong? Goopy. <laughs> I can't see, and you're goopy, and the goop made me can't see good, and now I'm a bouncer. Nat, what's he doing? I don't quite know. Uh, just quickly, um, I, w- I, will, I will turn to the elf and say, I just need to sort a couple of things out. Don't try and run, or I'll do like I did your friend the dwarf on the galloping horse. Fly after you, kill you, and drop you from a large height. Just stay close by. You might get some money out of this, if you can help us out. Don't run, or you're murdered. I can secure... I can can secure her. I still... You know, I can... Got some rope, maybe? That's that's sensible. I mean, I left mine on Avalia, and... The stuff that she had me tied up with got cut, so if you've got any, that'd be handy. I don't think I do. Taro? What's happening? Well, Nat, I appear to have become a sort of bridge between the land of the living and the dead due to, uh, Nerium's strange oozing body. I do not! You are Nerium. Is it the gem? What gem was that? Sorry. Oh, the one. Oh, yeah. Um, the purple gem that you made her swallow. Oh, the purple thing. Let me just cross-reference a couple of facts in my old memory banks. Yeah. I reckon so. Huh. So, in the spirit world, my spirit is purple goop. Yeah, you're goopy. I think it's the gem. And it's dangerous? Did you say it was dangerous? Yeah, it, 
yeah, it has done a number on me, Narium, I'll tell you that. Nat had to carry me this whole way. Can you not come out of the spirit world, please? No. What, you can't? No. One. Because you no. gooped me, Narium. I had to follow your goop trail <laughs> to get here. And I didn't know this, so it's not your fault. But Ooh. I was in your goop trail for quite some time, and it appears to have done a, you know, it's broken me old doobery that lets me do the jump back. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it's... You, you weren't um, to know, Neri. You weren't to know. No, I had no idea. I uh, might just slightly glance sideways at the elf lady when I say, oh, don't know me own strength. <laughs> now, uh, to be honest, Neri, it's probably my fault via a sort of tangential relationship where I did feed you a small rock. Yeah, well... And that rock has in turn... So really, karma, you know, bites back, I guess. But like... I got really cool purple eyes and I started being able to read people's minds and stuff. It was great. I had no idea. Should we try and get the gem out of you? Uh, listen, I've eaten a lot of meals since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have gone through. It was going to come out that way. I, I, you know, I was going to say, I think, I think it's embedded in some way. I've got an idea. You two, can you hang on to this article here? That, you know, knocked me out and tried to have me killed and everything. Ask her some questions about Elden Zugai, yeah? Zugai? Uh, excuse me a minute. I'm going to walk slightly away from them, but I want the burning shack behind okay. me. Okay, yep. So that I can turn, I will sit down quietly on the grass, turn and face my flickering shadow with a light of fire behind Ooh. me. And kind of shut my eyes, go take a deep breath and say, yum. Ah, uh, Dark Lady, it's been a while. Hear my prayer? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>